I'm telling you, mate, that's why the world's fucked up. It's got nothing to do with white people. It's black people. Why don't you? It's not funny. You need to fucking wise the fuck up. You always have to bring this fucking... I'm not bringing it up. You always bring it up by moaning about it. Listen, I'm going to tell you exactly what the problem is right now, today. Everyone's going to find this out. No, you're not fucking off anywhere, you cunt. And welcome everybody once again to a Safe Place podcast. We've been off the air now for maybe over a year, Craig. What's going on? Well, when we left you, we'd probably just recovered from a pandemic, hadn't we? And in the meantime, it hasn't got a... It hasn't got any better, has it? What <laughs> <laughs> you want about? Russia has decided to invade Ukraine whilst we've been away. Well, they didn't decide to invade Ukraine, did they? They was given no choice because America was increasing NATO's territory and impeding upon... Whoa, we've just got the title of the first podcast, guys. <laughs> so their hand was forced. By America. Typically America. Well, that's a... The bully of the globe. <laughs> uh, no, they're not like us English that just sit back and wait for cultures to say, come in and have it our lands peacefully because we love to learn off the beautiful British culture. We don't go over to different countries and, and dominate them, pillage, take their land, take their women like America do, do we? I think we did. If you look at the old history books. Oh, mate, back the fuck up. No, we didn't. The history books are all lies. The British went over there. We taught people how to use knives and forks, how to make toilets, built healthy sewage systems, taught them how to speak the Queen's language. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the British have done so beautiful things for the world. We have never done anything out of order. In fact, I would, if we could go back in time now, with the technology that we've got and put webcams on all the British soldiers that went abroad, we would see that all the British soldiers ever did was help, train and give these backward people a culture to fucking build, a foundation, something to feel good and proud about themselves for. Because without us, they were going around knocking coconuts off each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think... um the Indian culture would agree with you. I don't think they Which would. Which Indian, native Indian or India, Indian? Indian, Indian. <laughs> <laughs> right. When we went there, they had a beautiful cuisine and we said, why not try that with a bag of chips? <laughs> so we improved it? Because what is a curry without a chip? It is uh, basically a horrible, dry... No vegetable isn't it no it's beautiful you can i I think actually potatoes are one of the most versatile vegetables on this planet so you must be speaking from you must have slight indian dna in you because you're talking uncultured there you're an uncultured swine i believe that england go to these places and ruin their culture ruin them ruin it give me an example apart from chips with curry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because if this is where we're going to do our negotiating and debating from, there's no point continuing. Give me a good, clear definition of how your argument holds its ground. Well, let's take China. Mm. We went there and tried to liberate China. We had our liberal views. 
Now, this is based on a psychology of a thousand years of their own culture. So you can't change that. And we go there. No, no, no. We didn't change it. We improved it. Thanks to British soldiers fornicating with the current Chinese women of the time, we've actually increased the Chinese average male height because of our beautiful DNA that we've been able to pass down to the, to the Chinese. If it wasn't for us, the Chinese would still be two foot tall. But the problems with that is the half English DNA Chinese guy can't get into the school class photo anymore, can he? He has to crouch down. Imagine he the can. problems. No, there's no problems. You're making them up. Literally, that we have only done great things for China. China's gone down the pan since it's let go of the British Empire. It's gone down the pan. England like to promote Christianity. Now, we know the problems that's caused. What? Well, chips. <laughs> Something to do with <laughs> chips again, knowing you, innit? At the end of the day. You've got potato phobia. Tatty phobia. <laughs> <laughs> suffering with tatiphobia. It's a new undiagnosed phobia. You started this conversation by the West has caused Russia to invade Ukraine, right? No, you started the conversation by talking about Russia invaded Ukraine. But that was like uh, 16 steps past what started it. So you've started straight in with a very pre-judging. We might as well go back to bacteria for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to jump back. So, yeah, but we need to do, from where, we need to be justifiable on where it starts to be accurate. The truth. But you said a statement that isn't accurate. What about? America. America, absolutely. That was 100% accurate. It's accurate. They are the bullies of the globe. Now, when you go back in history, right, who is who? If you find out about our DNA, we have got all of the nationalities in us. We're not actually even that mm. separate. Kinky bugger you are, aren't you? <laughs> right, you'd love all the nationalities in you, wouldn't you? At the same time, in every... <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are you saying? That We're going back to the origin story now, that apparently... What orange story? The origin. Oranges. The origin story, right? And the origin story is apparently we all evolved out of Africa, which means nobody's racist, because if I'm black, how could I ever be accused of being racist by calling a black person a derogatory name because technically it's a black person calling a black person a derogatory name if I'm black, if I originated from one culture that evolved in Africa, technically I'm black. Exactly. So if we're going to go back 16 steps, we might as well start there. But I don't and think then, we did evolve from Africa, if I'm being honest with you. And then we can go back to the start of the statement, which was false by me. Mm. Russia didn't invade Ukraine at all. Did they? There was no Russians and there was no Ukrainians. And the West didn't even trigger Oh, it. yeah, I'm following you. So it was just basically black people starting wars on each other. It's always the black people. <laughs> Think it? about it. If they all evolved from the one continent, Africa, technically the problem with this planet is black people. About it. There's the logic. Yeah. There's the logic right there. So we've covered that. And I don't think it's racist to say that because I'm technically black. I've got light skin pigmentation, but genetically I'm black. Yeah. I'm as black as they come, brother. So 
we realise then that we, we can't really make a true statement, can we? You can't say the Americans bullied Russia no, it and was, they responded. No, black people bullied black people and black people responded. Yeah. That's the logic of where we've gone today. So that's happened. We're also in the middle of a recession. Now, the recession is down to the wall. And <laughs> the wall. <laughs> You've got a problem with wars, you have, not you? You yeah. really have trying to... You've got to try and find spirituality in war. I can tell you now, if there was no war, we'd be in a recession and they'd blame Brexit. And if there was no Brexit, they'd blame the pandemic. Now you if sound was- like a conspiracy theorist, mate. One of your pet hates. You've just literally became a conspiracy theorist right there. Don't Are you that. saying that government manipulate the people to serve their own agenda? Is that what you just said? I say, have a look at the pattern, right? If you look out your window and you see that a puddle always forms in a certain area, you know when you get the builders out, that's the area that needs work on. Now, if you look back at the history of the UK government, we always have a fucking recession. There's always a problem. Now, like a business, if someone runs a business badly, they go out of business. Now, how can we have people from Labour, Conservative, always yo-yoing into this government and always causing the same recessions? And usually it's a war. Sometimes it's Brexit, sometimes it's pandemic, sometimes it's just, you know, the stock market market has crashed. Blah, 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 what a moaner. It's bullshit, mate. You're moaning. Bullshit. Do you know what, mate? The only power that you have is the power to create your own reality through your own thoughts. I'm not moaning, I'm just stating what's happened since we've been away. You're moaning, mate. What's happened since we've been away is I've had the best time of my whole fucking life. So have I. We haven't had one. It's been a shit show. <laughs> well, we did a lot of inner work in that time, haven't we? We've learned so much more about the human mind. And now we're going to tell you all about it. Ah, uh, okay. Then you're on the start then. So, Russia invited you, Ukraine. <laughs> Chips in India. <clears throat> so what you really need to do, folks, as this is, or what, was... What we need to do, rather. Well, I've already done it. Mm, I argue. What have you done? And then I'll tell you whether you've done it or not. I know I've done it, mate. Tell me if you've done it or not. So, basically, right, all of the things that have happened since we've been away for 17 months, the recession, the war, poor old blighters on the old submarine... All these little stories that have taken place in your life as well, changes, good, bad. Some of you got a pay rise, some of you had some luck, some of you went away. Some things have worked out good, some have been bad. What happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you in that time off? You're a right charmer at the minute, you are, aren't you? So I realised that all of those events happen externally. Hey. And you react to external events but isn't the reaction in of itself an external event (laughs) (laughs) how deep do you want to go here this is where you want the x-files music how how deep do you want me to go is the reaction itself an external event right then so you have a reaction to an external event 
It's uh, no, now. no, no. You have a reaction to a stimulus within your nervous system as the result of an external event. You're only ever reacting, not to the external event, but you're reacting to your own nervous system's reaction to the external event. So when that is triggered, yes, you have viewed a reality. Mm. Yeah. Go on. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, a, I'm ahead of you. Just spit it out. <laughs> you have viewed a reality. Yes. Give us a definition. Give us an example. Um, War in Russia. Russia, you crowded. They invaded Ukraine. <laughs> well, this is very difficult now because I don't want to go down the lines of a physical experience. Ladies and gentlemen, what Craig's really trying to say right here is he doesn't want to scare you into having an ego death. I think that's the line of what you're really saying is that if we really break down the fabrics of what's going on in our old bodies in a moment of in a moment of complete and utter situational drama that occurs within reality outside of ourselves, is that some forces go on within us. And what are those forces, Craig? So the for instance, we find out that Putin has threatened to drop a nuclear bomb. And Birmingham. <laughs> right. What happened so in have- your body when you heard that? How did your body make you feel? Not Putin. How did your body make you feel? Well, this is the crucial bit now. And this is what I think a lot of people don't understand. And you just tell me how you made you feel. You react on a whole wave of thoughts and feelings that quickly try and design a pattern for you to make a judgment. And this is all happening like microseconds. Say that again so my brain can understand what, because I don't know. Say it again. So when that happens and you read the headline, your body and your mind quickly tries from all of the history and knowledge that you have from the past to analyse it as quick as it can and to give you a response, a thought, a feeling. And you're not in control of any of that. That's crazy when you think about it, isn't it? Well. You're going to get to an argument where you can have control over it to a degree. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is that in that moment when you find out or heard on the news that a nuclear bomb could be used as a threat, instantly... A thousand thoughts and uncomfortable feelings are ignited within you and you've got no control over it. Now, this is what I really want to tell you about. In that moment, there is no logic or rationale to that thought. As much as you believe it to be true to the core of you. What do you mean or no logical rationale to the thought? Don't move on so quick. Let's okay. break it down tiny steps. So you've had a reaction and you believe in that 100% because your mind has quickly told you this is how you're going to feel, how you're going to think about it, and, yeah. you've, and you've formed an opinion, a perspective. A perspective, a get-out-of-jail card of what what you could do if you hear that there's a bomb going to be dropped, who's going to die, yeah. everybody that you love, all of a sudden, out of your control, a whole movie downstream of Matrix data is just affecting your mind and creating uncomfortable, powerful feelings in the body. And because it's come from you, and you are the right person to give you that choice because it came from your mind and all your experiences, you 
instantly think you're right. That that's the only, there's no other plausible, correct decision other than what your mind's just told you to do or think. So, for instance, your wife could come in the room and you've basically just ordered 60 tins of baked beans off Tesco because you're like, if the nuclear bomb's going to hit, I know that I need to have a backup of food storage. I know I do sweetheart. And in a sense, what you're trying to say is, is that your thought process has created an opportunity to survive. And in that moment, your whole life is dependent upon getting the tins of baked beans to regulate yourself and feel more secure. So your wife comes in and goes, what are you fucking on about? We don't need no beans. And what she's really saying is die, die, die. So the husband, of course, now affected by a new stimulus, which is his fucking wife is against him as well as Putin, is going to either think in his head, I'm going to kill that bitch. Or if he's mastered the processes or he's got better at standing back and allowing himself to witness what's happening within him, it might create a tiny bit of space where he can have a dialect with his wife and communicate how he's feeling. And that even though it might seem completely irrational to her while he's getting all the beans, to him it's fundamentally important for him to regulate himself, by which then his wife, if she truly understands that, and she can access and sit back from her own unconscious immediate thoughts and feelings as a reaction to what he's just said, can go... Ah, darling, don't worry, I'll order them for you. And in that moment, they just go to bed and have the best fucking sex of their lives. (laughs) And that, ladies, is love right there. We've just nailed it, haven't we? It is. And now, both parties are delusional in this conversation. Uh, Tell me what you mean by delusional. So, if I've just told you that you've uncontrollably come to a decision mentally. I know, in, how, I could, I know how I could trigger you right now. Go Craig, on. I've just done chips with our curry. I do like chips with curry, by the way. That okay, go on. Sorry, I've just gone off tangent. Say it again. So what I'm trying to say is you just said about you're not got any, you're not thinking about anything. You're just reacting and in a way that's out of your control. Yes. Now, when you get to the answer, you believe you're right, you're 100%, and that's what causes the friction. Now, like you said, you could back down and agree that your wife is correct or calming and fucking maybe have a better perspective as you, and it could take away. But what I'm saying is sex, great. you are delusional and your wife is delusional because all of your instant ideas. But my ideal reality leads to great sex. What does your ideal reality is? Really bad sex. <laughs> right there, stop there. <laughs> <laughs> really great sex. I don't. <clears throat> so what does your idea lead to? Really bad sex. <laughs> <laughs> Scared, fearful sex. Yeah, it depends what you're and into, which to some people is great sex, isn't it? That's how <laughs> fucked up their minds are on this planet. There's so many sub-realities of mind, oh, isn't yeah. there? It's incredible. And basically, all I'm trying to say is what I've learned over the last 17 months whilst I've been away is that you are delusional with your thought process. Now, you might think, oh, I'm not fucking So go there again. What do you mean by delusional with your thought process? So let me just ask a simple question. And you cannot answer with any, you cannot not be delusional. I'm going to ask you a simple question. Go on. Would it be better... If Putin was assassinated, yes or no, or any answer you want? My answer to that question. And now Andrew has just demonstrated that he's had all this 
thought come up into him and it's analysed <laughs> like a matrix. <laughs> it's been, and it's going to come out now as an answer. Within a second, he knows the answer to this question. Yeah, the answer is, why did you pose the question? To show you that everything that comes out your mouth is gobbledygook. Is delusion. So let's go down that avenue stream, as you said, and it's a great point. So I could say to you, well, yeah, possibly if someone assassinates uh, Putin, uh, there's a great chance that somebody could come into power in Russia that wants to work with the West, but equally on the other hand, killing him could lead to having a more psychotic leader step in and make the situation far worse. In other words, you can never predict reality. You can never, ever predict it. So going back to the original argument that you believe the first thought that comes in your head is a fundamental truth. You've just believed a delusional make-believe reality that your mind has created, and that's the shit show. And now also you, you, you made, articulated a great point. And you made a good secondary point to that, that when you have the power to know that what you it's just said is bollocks. This is the sex bit now. The second bit that comes <laughs> up, all of a sudden you think that person's wiser. Hold on, what I just thought about Putin is wrong. Let's go away from my experience. Let's be neutral. Let's be Russian. Fucking hell, yeah, it could cause a fucking heart. And then what you'll do is accidentally believe in your second statement and third statement. And what you forget to realise <laughs> is you're always delusional. Do you know what I was laughing at? Now, I know you've just made a perfectly valid, great point. The sad thing was... I'll make your example seem even more concrete now by what I just experienced. The last 25 <laughs> seconds as you was explaining your point, I drifted off. <laughs> right? I drifted off into my own story or fantasy somewhere in my head and then became aware that I was gone. You made your point and then I realised I had to make... Uh, tell what just happened to me is another fucking idea of how much we go off into fantasy world that's completely out of reality. But the thing is, going forwards is because it, to a degree, it's a mental health podcast. We have a bit of fun. We drift from it and we have we play around and we say controversial things, just lighthearted, a bit of fun, even though it's not lighthearted or a bit of fun to say that we're all black. And if we're technically all black, it means the problem on this planet isn't countries fighting each other. It isn't inequality versus equality. It's literally black people causing all the shit. However, though, if that is true, if that is true, and I think it is true, at least we know racism doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, and racism doesn't exist. However, we also know by the argument that Craig's put forward this evening is that the first thoughts that we've come in our head tonight and spoke about actually don't mean jack shit. It's yeah. just all pointless garbage, blah, blah, blah. People thinking they're knowing what reality is, trying to impose themselves on what they think reality should be. And actually that very impulse to do that is actually the root cause of all the conflict, which also is just another first thought that popped into my head. And I don't know that to be any more true than me not saying anything at all. And the whole point of this podcast when we first started was we was under the illusion that we needed to help. And then we realised we needed to help ourselves by helping others. And then we realised, oh, we can't help ourselves by helping others. So there's no point of helping anybody. Let's just do it for fun. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> then. Yeah. Let's, do, <laughs> let's do it for fun. Yeah. So, and it's not because we don't care about you. We realise that actually everything we say, we don't know what we're saying. We're all delusional. We don't really understand this mind. However, if you are sitting there and saying, Craig, how does this actually help me? It helps you by realising that actually you don't have to see yourself as that important when you make a statement. Because I know a lot of people out there who believe what they think, they say it as a truth, and really they can lose all of the shit that comes well, with that. thanks Craig for saying that, because that sounded like you was fundamentally in the corner of what you just believe, and that brings us to a lovely end of our first <laughs> podcast back. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Oh,